0: Tired? Stressed out? Exhausted? Could do with a lift? Then why not use The Lift? Whether you want to go up or down, the lift can save both time and energy. The lift provides a handy alternative to steps, ladders, ropes, hoists and cranes and compares favourably to escalators in laboratory tests. With easy to access doors, a generous standing area and a wide range of buttons to choose from, the lift is fun for the whole family. Gee Mom, which floor are we going to today? The lift, available now in All Good Buildings may cause claustrophobia, panic attacks, and lots of other ghastly things. And while we're on the subject of lifts, it seems all hell's broken loose at Grace Brothers.
1: First circle limbo, non-baptised pagans, wise men of antiquity, scientists and poets, going down... Second circle, lustfulness, windstorms and adulterers, melancholic souls, Dido and Cleopatra, going down. Third circle, gluttony, selfishness, addiction, great worms, vile slush, self-indulgent hogs, going down. Fourth circle, avarice, clergymen and cardinals, material goods, money bags, squanderers and misers, going down. Circle, anger, malevolence, and joylessness, walls of dis, river sticks, the furies, and Medusa going down. Sixth circle, heretics and portals to the future, flaming tombs, philosophers, emperors, and popes going down. Seventh circle, violence, suicides, and profligates, blasphemers, and sodomites, usurers, and huns going down. Circle Fraudsters, Thieves and Fundamentalists, Hypocrites, astrologers, and Comedy Impressionists Going Down Ninth Circle Satan, Treachery and Pants
0: That's the new series of Are You Being Dragged into the Circles of Hell? Starting this Sunday night at 7.30 on BBC One But now... It's the John Dredge Nothing To Do With Anything show.
2: Get that recorded audience out of here. Yes, you lot. Go on, clear off. Go and find an ITV sitcom or something any road a very warm welcome to all you non-recorded listeners in tonight's program we'll be playing frank sinatra's rarely heard punk single
3: nice and easy does it nice and easy does it nice and easy does it and we don't care
2: we also have a rare recording of Frank Sinatra driving a motorbike into a greenhouse full of brass bands. Nice and easy does
3: it. Nice and easy. Does it. Nice.
2: and we've a quite uncommonly rare recording of Frank Sinatra when he temped for a few days as a shepherd on a u boat
3: like the man says, one more time nice
2: an unusual job frank had there i think you'll agree but now let's meet this week's guests first i'd like to introduce actress foghorn enthusiast and part-time purveyor of high quality flip-flops to the landed gentry anna emerson hello i see you've brought your foghorn with you today
4: oh it's not mine i'm just looking after it for a lighthouse keeper he uh, started as a beekeeper and then worked his way up right how is the
2: acting going anna
4: Well, uh, my new film will be coming out as soon as I get it back from TruePrint. And I'm also about to start rehearsals for a play in which I assume the role of a biscuit tin living in 18th century Great Missenden. And, uh, well, you can imagine what happens.
2: I don't think I can actually. When will I be able to see it?
4: We're opening at the National next week.
2: Really, the National?
4: Well, we're actually in the basement of a scout hut five miles down the road from the National, but uh, it's near enough, isn't it?
2: I think I'll ignore that rhetorical question and instead turn to tonight's other guest, currently appearing in the phone book and three times winner of the completely made up by his PR people award, Reg Chimpolomew. Hello, Reg. You've played a variety of roles on TV over the years, ranging from an inpatient on Holby city to an outpatient in casualty. Yes. I like to think I'm versatile, if nothing else. Well, you just go on thinking that. I will. Don't you worry. And I understand you're still very much interested in rice. That's right. I've now got 140,000 grains of rice in my collection. Or was it 139,999? I'd better go home and count them again. While Reg does that, let's take a look at more of your letters and emails in this week's edition of Dear Dredge. That was a special backwards remix of the Dear Dredge theme requested by the Great Missenden Backwards Society, or as they prefer to be called, But enough of this reversed shilly-shallying. Our first letter today reads, Dear Dredge, I'm a big fan of the Nothing To Do With Anything show, but feel that the main supporting actor, Greg Haste, is somewhat underused. What do you propose to do about it? Yours hopefully, Greg Haste. Well, Greg, we've taken everything you said on board and completely dismissed it. Narden. Here's an email from James Peterson of Leighton Buzzard He writes, Dear Dredge, I really enjoyed the show last week, as did my wife, my father and my wife again all of whom were on day release We especially liked the bit when the Burgon dispenser became dislodged (laughs) Has the situation been rectified yet? Yours sincerely James Peterson of Leighton Buzzard Well, Mr Peterson You'll be pleased to hear that the loom sprocket has been reattached and, as a result the pinning valve is now completely re-deactivated this means that the Burgon dispenser can once again be an enormous boon to the show as opposed to the slightly smaller boons we've had to make do with in the meantime
4: that listener had quite an unusual name didn't he John
2: that's nothing Anna last week I had an email from a Basil Stapleton of Walton on the Nays
4: good heavens have you ever been on the Nays John
2: only in my younger days Anna ah memories
4: ah indeed Time now for a listener with a thankfully more conventional name, as we've had an email from Bernard. Traction Engine goes... He writes, Dear Dredge, what were the answers to last week's quiz?
2: Well, Bernard, here's Anna to very much read them out. Thank you, John. Not at all. Not at all? Well, maybe a bit.
4: Here they are, then. Paperclips. 4.2. The Leighton Buzzard Flugelhorn Society. Pipkins. Frank Boff falling off Brighton Pier. Wheelbarrows at an angle of no less than 72 degrees. And last but by no means least.
2: Well, those answers are more than a little surprising, Anna, because the question we asked last week was, name five English Prime Ministers. I think what you've actually done there is read out the answers to this week's quiz.
4: Oh, dear. I haven't spoiled everything, have I?
2: No more than usual.
5: And now, the John Dredge Nothing To Do With Anything show presents
2: of the week. Limpets have been scientifically proven to be the most tedious of all sea creatures, just ahead of mollusks. Excuse me, I must just answer this BBC sound effect. Hello?
5: John Dredge? Yes? I am Lones Pemberton Plinth, Chief Executive of the Limpets protection league and i find your attitude towards these magnificent creatures not only uninformed but also other things as well i mean you're not exactly qualified to expound upon the subject are you
2: perhaps at this point i should inform you that i have a cse in limpid development
5: I don't think you should because that would considerably undermine my argument, which is that far from being tedious, limpets are fascinating creatures and the best company a man could possibly wish for, apart from mollusks, and they get an equally bad press.
2: Can I ask if you get out of the house much?
5: Of course I get out of the house. I do it all the time. Listen. (laughs) Listen.
2: And that got rid of him. Staying on the phones, on line two, we have Herman... Goat Sheep in Frinton. Actually, John, the... is silent, as in... I see too time consuming to explain the pronunciation, although not half as time consuming as explaining that was just then. If my memory serves me well, you own a Burgon dispensing plant in Frinton. How's that going? At the moment, John, it's going... I'd put some Castrol GTX on that if I were you, Herman. effect. Any road up, Herman. I believe you want a crack at the answer to last week's quiz. Yes.
3: Was it Robert
1: Mitchum playing a trombone
2: in the middle of a hurricane? Was it indeed? Well, let's hear the mystery sound again. I can see why you might have thought that, Herman, because you're a cretin. But I'm afraid you're completely wrong. So thanks for calling and do clear off. On line four now, we have Ben Kenobi. That's an unusual surname, Ben. Where are you from? My goodness, that is a galaxy far, far away. And where's home these days?
5: Tooting. There aren't as many sand people in tooting. As soon as the first load of sand people arrived on Tatooine, I thought, there goes the neighbourhood.
2: So, what can I do for you, Ben?
5: I'd like to swap my lightsaber for a cricket bat.
2: Taking up sport, are you? No. Oh. Well, um, is the lightsaber in good condition?
5: That did. Sorry, didn't see you there. Stupid nit
2: you are. So, the number to call if you want to swap with Ben is 811-8055. And don't forget, it's OB1 if you're outside London. Now, let's go to line five, where I believe we've got an exciting detective serial. Hello? (laughs) Hello? And now,
0: Episode 2 Productions presents The Case of the Thing That Happened. Here's what one satisfied customer said about Episode 2 Productions. My cereal had been going really well, until one day I noticed I didn't have a second episode. Luckily, Episode 2 Productions were able to provide one within minutes, and at a rate of interest I was too delirious to notice. Episode 2 Productions, when one episode simply isn't enough. My name is Inspector Something of Scotland
2: Yard. For those of you who missed the first instalment of our serial, here's a quick reminder of what happened.
3: Perhaps that was a little too quick. Constable Lurgons, could you take over? Certainly, Inspector. Here's the story so far as written in my notebook. At approximately three minutes and 21 seconds into the previous instalment, Inspector Something and I tracked down the artichoke-stealing gang, who had audaciously stolen all of the world's artichokes, to their world-famous secret headquarters in New Malden. But when the Inspector asked them to throw down their artichokes and come out with their hands up, we were both flattened by the very artichokes they had thrown down. Clearly, we had not thought through the potential ramifications or performed an adequate risk assessment before issuing the command. Cut to the chase, Constable. I don't remember a chase, sir. It's a figure of speech. Just get on with it. Well, by the time we had lifted the artichokes off each other and filed the relevant accident reports with the Constabulary's Health and Safety representative, the gang had managed to escape. We weren't very popular back at the Nick, I can tell you. I cannot believe we let them escape like that. How should we have let them escape, sir? I don't know, but one thing's for certain. We need to track them
2: down. D-O-W-N
3: pronounced... Down, down, down. Bow the cliche. Are we going to do that, sir? By using the very latest methods, Constable. Forensic psychology? No. Brain fingerprinting? No. Taking his laptop into PC world for a bit of a shifty. No, Constable. This... What in Cressida Dick's name is that? It's the new KTEL criminal
2: finding machine. Crikey! I simply said it to Artichoke Stealing Gang of New Malden and. Tunbridge Wells. Of course. Why didn't I think of that? Quick, Constable. To Kent and don't spare the horses.
3: Look over there, sir. I can just make out a lighted artichoke in the window. That must be the gang's new hideout.
2: We've got them this time.
0: All right, artichoke-stealing gang, come out with your artichokes up. Never, copper. Don't come any closer or I'll detonate this artichoke.
3: The oldest trick in the book. No, sir, I think that would probably be sawing a woman in half or that one with the metal ring. Shh. Stay right where you are, or blow up the entire cereal. What are we gonna do, sir?
2: I've got a plan, and it might just work. Watch my back. I'm going in. didn't work. Why didn't the inspector's plan work? Should he have used more horses? What exactly was worth watching on his back? Was it the Sweeney? And if the gang carries out its threat to blow up a cereal, will everything end up covered in ready brick To find out, tune in for the next answer-shirking episode of This... And that brings us to the end of another Nothing To Do With Anything show, which was written and performed by John Dredge with the producer Richard Cray. Others taking part, despite Doctor's orders, were James Shakeshaft, Katie Slater, Anna Emerson, Mark Davison and Greg Haste. The dancing chickens were choreographed by Mules Tench of the Great Missenden Chicken Choreography Unit, who was grateful for the work. (coughs) Excuse me for a moment. Hello? Don't take that tone of voice with me! Who is this?
5: This, as you so rudely put it, is Lone's Pemberton Plinth, Chief Executive of the Limpage Protection League, and frankly I'm appalled by the lack of Olympic coverage in this programme. When I noticed that your listing in the Radio Times included no mention of limpets, I had to listen for myself to see if this was the case. And I could not believe my ears. No limpets whatsoever. Not even a small one. You've got a nerve dredge. What have you got against them, eh? What have they ever done to you? And don't try throwing the question back at me because I'm not telling you what they've done to me. That's a private matter. Honestly, I've a good mind to phone in and complain. What have you got to say to that, eh? you there Dredge? Anybody there? Anyone at all? I'm all alone you see. All alone in the dark. My wife left me. She said it's me or the limpets and I I couldn't let them down could I? I'm not completely heartless. It's not my fault she had no interest in their highly unusual shell markings or their extraordinary ability to cling to absolutely anything. I ask you to play Stuck on You by Lionel Richie. It's our favourite song. Well, it's my favourite song, and Limpids certainly appear to be able to relate to it. <laughs>